<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Good to have you with us as we pursue here each day truth, justice, and the American way. Speaking of justice, the Anti-Justice Department wants another $34 million with which to prosecute January 6th demonstrators and, oh yes, Trump supporters. They're working with the Marxist-Dem congressional leadership, the Marxist-Dem January 6th committee, and carrying out their orders. It's hard for me, I don't know about you, but it's hard for me to see how the corrupt DOJ wouldn't get all that money from the corrupt Marxist-Dems. But I think, given the way the election is going, they better hurry up. The January 6th committee has now subpoenaed President Trump for a deposition on November 14th, their criminal referral of two contempt charges against and subsequent trial of former Trump advisor, activist, and podcaster Steve Bannon led to a four-month prison sentence now on appeal. Another Trump advisor facing the same charges and criminal referrals going to trial next month, Peter Navarro. He was indicted. His trial starts November 17th, one outrage after another. Just how vicious are these Marxist dim thugs in the Biden administration? Bannon and Navarro are now the only presidential advisors in American history to face criminal contempt of Congress charges. As the saying goes, elections have consequences, and with the midterms just over two weeks away, we need to be sure that the Republicans win that election and make certain that among the consequences will be the purge of that corrupt FBI and DOJ and accounting for all in the Biden administration who've been responsible for rampant corruption, all of them. And guess what? The Dems are hiding President Biden. They've sent him on another vacation to Delaware. He'll be at his Delaware compound, and later in Nevada, the Marxist Dems there will be campaigning like it's 2012 again. They're in so much trouble, they're trying to save incumbent Marxist Dem Governor Steve Sisolak and Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, whose campaigns are flagging badly. How badly? Bad enough that they're rolling out not only Obama, but Senator Bernie Sanders as well. Now that's a pair to draw to, and I'm not sure I would do that if I were a Marxist Dem in Nevada. Our guest today is Nevada businessman and candidate for Secretary of State, Jim Marchant. 2020 demonstrated for the Republicans and everyone else in the country just how important that office of Secretary of State is. Jim is in a big-time battle there in Nevada. The Democrats understand how important that race is as well, obviously. His opponent outspending him by a large margin, but the race is tight as it can be, and Marchant says he'll win it. Jim, great to have you with us here. The Secretary of State job is just how important, in your view, and will you win it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it has been a sleepy office for the Republicans. The Democrats have known about it for a long, long time. If you remember back in 2004, George Soros and Harry Reid spent tens of millions of dollars on 
what was called the Secretary of State Project. And what they did for the 2006 election was they got, gosh, probably seven or eight or ten of their secretaries of state elected around the country. And our country's in the shape it's in today because of that. And all we're doing is counter and reversing what they did. And, and that's what I did. I put together a coalition last year uh, of Secretary of, of MAGA, America First Secretary of State candidates, to do the same thing. And we're not doing what they did. They wanted to tilt the playing field in their favor. All we want to do is tilt it back level and have everybody have a, a fair, transparent election. And that's it. So whoever wins, wins. We don't care if a Democrat wins. That's the will of the people. That's what we want. So that's what we've been doing out here. So let's start with Nevada. Uh, what have you gotten done to make certain that there is no uh, no repeat in any way of the rigged election of 2020 in Nevada? Well, we've done a lot of things behind the scenes, like uh, put together plans for uh, poll workers, poll watchers, that kind of thing. We've got attorneys that are uh, uh, on standby a lot more than they were in the 2020 election. Um, I've been going around to counties and trying to get them to not use the Dominion voting machines and instead use a hand count paper ballot that has anti-counterfeit measures built in so you can infuse the, the system with uh, China ballots or any other counterfeit ballots. And uh, we've been successful. I've gotten one county out here, Nye County, uh, to do that and implement it for the 22 election, which is amazing. And uh, however, the establishment and the Democrats and, you know, just seems like the whole world does not want this and we're being sued and there are roadblocks being put in front of us. But the bottom line is, is we're gonna have a, a system out here where we will know absolutely for sure how the vote was accounted or the will of the people and it was sure. accurately counted. So you're saying that is is it Nye County that we're talking about here? Correct. Where the ACLU sued over the plan to do a hand count and, as you say, uh, move uh, electronic voting out of it, Dominion machines. Uh, give us a sense. Are, are yeah. you going to have a hand count or are you going to have electronic voting uh, come November 8th? Yeah, we're going to have both, and that's where we had to compromise because of the laws and the roadblocks that, uh, that the establishment here is putting in front of us. So uh, the bottom line is, though, we're going to know the accurate count because we are doing a hand count, and that's what they're suing about. Uh, Progressive Leadership Alliance of Nevada, a uh, heavily funded George Soros organization, and the ACLU sued two lawsuits, and uh, the judge has thrown both of them out so far. So, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're going to be able to go forward with a count where we will know absolutely for sure that it's accurate. And that's the only county I've been able to get it uh, established in. And uh, we're going to work on more. When I get in to be the Secretary of State, uh, we're going to work and get all 17 counties on this system. And if we do, we will have a fair and transparent election in Nevada. Well, there, I know that a number of states, uh, Louisiana, Alabama, a number of others, have been pushing back against electronic voting. Uh, what is the issue with electronic voting? Uh, and in full dis uh, disclosure, uh, I'm a witness in a trial with uh, Dominion uh, that is suing Fox, uh, where I used to have a show. 
uh, it gets a little complicated, but I want everybody to understand that. Uh, what is the deal uh, with uh, this movement toward uh, eliminating electronic voting in your, in your judgment? Well, my background is technology. I started programming computers back in 1984 and had three successful technology companies. Uh, so I know technology. And being that I know the technology the way I do and how systems can be hacked, there's no way we should trust our election system on a computer. Um, it's extremely vulnerable and, and far too complicated. If you went through the process to see how they have to set these machines up every time they, uh, every time we have an election, it would be you'd shake your head and say, "Wow, how in the world can we even do this?" Because it's so complicated, and they hire people from temp agencies to come in and set these things up that have no experience, no, uh, you know, no way that they know how to do this. So, and then on the uh, other side is the uh, Homeland Security came out with a a uh, document uh, that's saying that there are uh, serious uh, anomalies and vulnerabilities in these current machines, and they haven't been addressed. And so we just cannot trust our uh, election system, something that, that uh, enables us to have sovereignty as a country on a machine or computers that, that can be hacked the way they're, they're hacked. And so, how uh, did, so let me ask you this, because it, I've been covering this for, for two decades, uh, electronic voting. I go back to Diebold and Sequoia and the whole nine yards back uh, in the early 2000s, uh, following, uh, of course, the, the mess that was the 2000 hanging Chad uh, election. Right. Mm -hmm. we, we have, over the course of that time, warning after warning about having private companies, three of them, control 92%. Uh, process 92% of the vote in this country. Most people don't know that. Uh, their heart, ES and S, and Dominion. Dominion three yep. private companies, three private companies processing 92% of the vote. That's a stunning number. How many of the secretaries of states and uh, county clerks, in your judgment, Jim, could actually know what was happening in those machines and verify that it was a true and honest and fair election with proper processing and correct tabulation? Zero, zero. There's no way you can know because they won't, they won't share with us anything. They won't share with us their source code. They won't share with us what's going on in there. They won't let us audit. They won't even let us audit uh, an election properly. And why? If they're so sure about how uh, secure and fair their elections are, why don't they let us audit it? And so that should tell you right there that something's going on and we don't need to trust them and we need another system. And that's exactly what I'm doing with this coalition, America First uh, Coalition, uh, to establish a system where we don't use computers and we don't use machines that can be manipulated. So that's exactly what we're doing. We've got to go back to the basics. And uh, you would think that a technology person like me who's uh, made a, a good living off of uh, writing software to increase productivity for businesses would be in favor of technology. But I know what's going on inside those machines, and and it's evident. I mean, that's well, all the anomalies we found is is uh, enough evidence for me that we need to do something. Well, you you talk about anomalies, irregularities that we we all 
anyone watching that race that election night saw lots of anomalies and irregularities. Uh, but so far, no one has produced that evidence uh, sufficiently, at least in court, uh, to demonstrate uh, that it's Dominion's fault or ESNS's fault or uh, uh, Hart, uh, the other principal uh, company. Right. Why is it so? Di- why is it so difficult for people to have a transparent view of this election and the way in which it's tabulated and counted and processed, uh, and a paper trail created? Uh, it is. It just should be with technology as uh, sophisticated as it is. Where, I, as I said, I've been covering this issue for twenty years. Why in the world hasn't there been sufficient progress that includes transparency and absolute, rock-solid evidence of uh, correct counting of the vote? Well, it's my opinion that they don't want to expose, uh, first of all, the incompetence that uh, is in an election system and uh, the manipulation. I just, you know, it's my opinion that I believe that there is manipulations via the machines and and just the total incompetence in doing an election is unbelievable. It's so complicated. And that's why we've got to get back to a simple, simple election system. And that's exactly what we're doing. Well, let's turn to then Nevada. Uh, you're running ahead in that race. Uh, give us your give us a sense of what you would do immediately once you take office. Well, once I take office, I would continue to implement what what I've been doing since November 4th, 2020, um, is establishing the new election system that I would like to see here in Nevada. And then our Secretary of State candidates around the country have also agreed that uh, they would adopt a very similar system uh, in their state. Um, Of course, each state has laws and it would have to be tweaked, but we understand that. But the bottom line is we want uh, hand counting on a precinct level basis with uh, any uh, paper ballots with any counterfeit measures. Uh, we're actually going to track all of our ballots. It, we have, what a novel idea. Let's track every ballot so we'll know where they are. Um, we're going to clean up the voter rolls. That's another uh, uh, serious issue that enables um, manipulation to go on. So we've got to do that. And all of our candidates have agreed we're going to uh, bring it in-house and do it ourselves. So um, bottom line is uh, we've got to implement this new system to ensure that the people have a fair and transparent election. And right now they don't have confidence in our election system. Way over 50%, probably even 60% uh, do not have confidence in our election system. There, There is great... Uh... <laughs> There is great concern about the integrity of our electoral system. There is no doubt. Uh, I, I want to turn to what you just mentioned it, uh, the the voter rolls. In yes. Colorado, the Secretary of State yep. there managed somehow to uh, run uh, 30,000 illegal immigrants' names uh, through the system uh, and, and to send out marketing material, a get-out-the-vote uh, marketing material to 30,000 illegal immigrants. Some some critics suggested that she was trying to notify them it'd be okay to come in and register and showing them how to register as she was doing legal citizens and legal voters as well, of course, in that mass mailing. But how in the world they got there was through also apparently a match list uh, with something called ERIC, uh, yep. the, uh, the election system uh, 
that was funded at least in part initially some 12 years ago by George Soros, one of George Soros's funds and and nonprofits, also run by Dave Becker, who has quite a reputation as a liberal activist in elections. He is no longer there, but he was instrumental in its early setup and its activities. Give us your sense of what in the world is going on and how many of these accidents we can expect on November 8th in states across the country. Uh, Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, ERIC is an organization that was established a while back, like you said, and uh, we believe that in part or initially it was funded by George Soros and run by uh, very liberal um, people that uh, probably don't have our best interests at heart. And uh, Nevada is a, a charter member of ERIC, and we use ERIC out here. And when I get in, we're not going to use them anymore. We're going to bring it in-house, and we're going to ensure that our voter rolls are proper. We're going to check, which we don't do now. We're going to check and make sure you're a citizen also. And uh, we've got a whole story out here where uh, through the DMV, uh, illegals are being registered every day and have been being registered since 2018 when our Secretary of State signed a memorandum of understanding saying uh, uh, try, uh, answering a lawsuit from the uh, from the unions, SEI union, I believe, and uh, La Familia Vota. Uh, they threatened to sue our Secretary of State back then if she uh, confirmed if uh, people getting registered through DMV were citizens. And she agreed not to do that. She said, okay, we won't check. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll not have the DMV go through that. And they could easily do that because back in 2017, when I was assemblyman, uh, we passed uh, a driver's authorization card for illegals. And I did not vote for it, by the way, just so everybody knows. Uh, but it did pass because we were controlled by Democrats. And... Um, and so they have driver's authorization cards. So now when they come into the DMV and do anything, get a, 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 a driver's authorization card or registration or whatever, and they're illegal, they don't check. So it, it not allows them to register without being checked. And that's something else that I am going to work to change. Once well, I can, get anything, can anything be done about it between now and November 8th? No. So they're going to vote. They're probably going. They probably going to vote, and they've been voting. That's outrageous. Why isn't yes. somebody prosecuting? Well, I agree, and that's that's why they're scared to death when I get in. That's why they're scared. I'm so, scared to uh, death now. I'm yeah. looking at the most important election, midterm election, in this country's history, coming up here in three weeks, and you're telling me no one in the state of Nevada apparently cares enough to start bringing legal proceedings or putting people in jail for voting illegally. That's right. And, uh, and I, I don't think they're going to be voting uh, Republican, do you? I don't think so, no. Um, you know, if I had George Soros money, I would sue as a civilian. But, you know, I, it, it takes so much money to do it. That's why nobody's, uh, nobody's sued to, to change this procedure. It's ridiculous. Well, somebody uh, – uh, so to what – just how much of 2020 is going to be repeated in Nevada this year? in this this election well you know once again we we most of our counties out here and probably across the country are going to use machines again so we just have to hope that we have some of the things we've done behind the scenes will mitigate uh, some of the manipulation enough 
And what's more important, I want the people listening to, to understand this, you have to get out in mass and vote because uh, if we get out in mass and vote and the turnout is uh, 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 massive, we can overcome any manipulation they have built into the system. So uh, I wanna encourage everybody, you gotta get out like this is a, a presidential election. And typically in the midterms, there's not a lot of turnout, but this time our country depends on it. If we do not take over the House and Senate uh, in this election, I fear for what's, what our country's gonna be in six months uh, if we don't win this election in the next few days, the next uh, three weeks here. So you gotta get out, please, everybody get out, get 10 or 20 people to get out, let them know how important this election is. And uh, that's how we win right there. Well, that and uh, is uh, Doug Mastriano running for governor, and Republican running for governor in, in Pennsylvania said, yep. we make sure that we've got two people, two Republicans at every polling place in the country, uh, or we're not going to have a fair vote. Uh, you know, it's like yeah, Stalin said, he, he doesn't care who the hell votes. Uh, he just cares about who gets to count. Who uh, gets to and count. That's, and that's, and that's, that's the Democrats' uh, opinion of things. Yeah, and that's the problem here. We They won't allow us to get within 60 feet of the people counting the votes here in Clark County. And uh, so well, somebody an somebody needs to crawl in under that uh, that barbed wire and find out what's going on. Uh, I know. Well, well, that's what we're doing. We've got a lot of things going on behind the scenes that uh, that we're going to have people more educated about what's going on inside there. We're going to have a t more attorneys available. So, uh, so that we're doing things, we're trying to do things within the law. Of course, you know, we don't break the law. So, uh, we're trying to do things within the law to mitigate this election a little bit, just enough to get us in. And once we get in, then it, it's going to be fixed. Just like I said the other day, uh, when President Trump uh, called me on the stage in Nevada, that's what I told everybody we're going to fix this if we get in. And uh, boy, did the news media, their heads exploded when I said that. But uh, that's the way it goes. Well, if the news media's heads were to explode, uh, you know, that a lot of people would say that wouldn't be an entirely bad thing. <laughs> no, nope, not a bad thing. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> Metaphorically uh, speaking, yes. So, uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be fascinating. Uh, Laxalt is running ahead right now. Uh, you're running ahead. Uh, the attorney general is running ahead, correct? Yep, correct, so yes. You've got three critical positions that uh, are very important to the country. Uh, give us a sense of, of why you believe uh, we're going to prevail in this election, because it's pretty, it's actually, it's very dark to consider what yeah. you said uh, yes. about the uh, integrity of the election in, in the state of Nevada. Not a, it's not a big state in terms of population. Uh, it looks to me like it ought to be pretty easy to to wrangle, uh, you know, uh, the, the folks who are going into those polls and be sure that they're they're squared away. Yes, the economy is helping us. I mean, people are sick and tired of paying $6 a gallon for gas. Uh, they're tired of their rent going up. They're tired of their, their uh, mortgage rates going up. They're tired of the cost of living. When they go into a supermarket, first of all, even if you're able to find what you want in the supermarket, you pay an arm and a leg for it. 
um, just and then all the regulations that's uh, coming from the government. I mean, it just makes businesses, uh, it makes it well, impossible it. for them to operate. We talk about this all the time on the Great America Show. You've got a, a border crisis, it's wide open. Illegal immigration crisis, you've got foreign policy crises, whether it's Taiwan and China uh, and Ukraine and Ukraine. Russia. Uh, we've got a crisis in terms of inflation. We've got a crisis in terms of recession. We're now in what will be most likely a third quarter of contracting GDP. We are tearing up the middle class of this uh, uh, country. And guess who's responsible? It's, uh, it's, It's Joe Biden, who's nothing more than a Marxist dim puppet and an impaired puppet at that. So why, how in the world can anyone with a conscience who gives a daggum about this country, walk in and vote Democrat. I don't care what state you live in. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, I think that, that if we had a fair and transparent election, we wouldn't. And that's what we're trying to fix here. And, you know, people are just tired of the economy the way it is. And, so so and let, me ask you, let me ask you this, Jim, because we've been talking, you're talking about you got to stay 60 feet away from people counting ballots. How they, what's the point of having a, a poll watcher if they can't watch? What the heck is the sense? And you said they don't like Republicans. How is it that Democrats get to do all the counting in the state of Nevada? How is that? That is a good point, and that is exactly what the problem is. Uh, it's not fair. We have to make it fair. We have Republicans that have applied to be election workers who, who do get to watch the vote counting, and it's a minority of of who's in there. Well, why don't and, why doesn't somebody go into a, a a judge, a superior judge there in Clark County, and say this is bull, and let's right. get it fixed right now? Why? Surely the Republicans could scrap together enough money for that to be done to yes, make certain we, that there is a fair, even-handed distribution of poll watchers and, by the way, election workers. Right. And we have, but unfortunately, the judges don't uh, rule in our our favor. So, you know, it's a whole system. It's well, just where the heck, where, I, I'm not, I don't mean to make light of this, but where the heck did you guys go to find those judges? Well, here in Nevada, it's our only <laughs> the only way we can the only place we can do it. It seems to me like there's a lot of people have missed a lot of points in the process here. Right, and, and judges those judges are also elected. Aren't they? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, maybe and somebody ought to get to get to work on that too. Well, we are. I mean, we have uh, all of our uh, state party chairman out here, Michael McDonald, and uh, the county parties are all working on slates. You know, we let everybody know who to vote for, including the judges. But you know, once again, it has to go through the corrupt system. So that's why the Secretary of State offices are so critical to uh, this election and and, uh, this cycle because we control the election system. And once we get that fair and transparent, that kind of stuff won't happen anymore. And I just feel that because I go around the state of Nevada and actually I go around the whole country. And uh, I can can tell that if we have a fair and transparent election, most every state in our country will be red. Uh, you know what? That's the biggest hypothetical I've heard in a long time because you, you, your condition preceding is that big old word, two letters. If, if we yeah. are sitting here three weeks out from that election, the National Republican Committee 
yes. obviously doesn't have its act together. Uh, yeah. They've been talking about how they're going to have a lot of people on the ground. I heard the same thing from Ronald McDaniel, by the way, in 2020, and that was a bunch of bunkum. Uh, yep. They're a fundraising organization and something of a, a to me, it looks like a, a leisure club rather than a, a, a fire-breathing, a highly effective uh, partisan uh, activist operation. I, I don't know what to say to you because everything's dependent on the, this year's count, and I don't see much that's changed in this, based on what you're saying in the state of Nevada. And, well, not as much as we want for sure, but I'm hoping that we've done enough that we can mitigate it just enough to get in this one time. Because if I get in as Secretary of State, I can guarantee you going forward, while I'm in office, we will have a fair and transparent election. And if that happens, I believe that we are a common sense uh, red state that will vote in politicians that are common sense politicians that will not vote for higher taxes, will not vote to, to uh, spend our money, our taxpayer money ridiculously, uh, will not burden businesses anymore. As a matter of fact, we want to take uh, burdens away so they can operate because that's the, you know, that's the engine to our economy is the small businesses. And we've got to enable them to be able to operate and start and operate. And that's uh, exactly yeah. what will happen when we get common well, sense politicians in office. Well, here's some common sense, Jim. <laughs> you were talking about Soros spending millions of dollars back in 2006 on the uh, Secretary of State program. They were smart enough to do that 16 years ago. That wasn't common sense. That was uncommon smarts uh, uh, on the exactly part of that. Right. Yep. What we need is not common sense, in my opinion, if I can argue with you on this, Jim. We need some sharp operators who actually are thinking hard and working harder. And I don't see many Republicans, frankly, in the national organization. I'm only speaking about the national organization. I mean, those folks are downright indolent. Uh, yes. And I don't know what they think their job is, but it isn't to get anybody elected uh, who talks like you and sounds like you and works like you uh, have been doing. So I hope we can get yeah. through this. But they're I don't working. Yeah, they're but, working. You know, here's my point. Here's my point. My point is this is, not, you know, no matter what, those Dems knew 16 years ago how much, how smart and how important the Secretary of State job is. Yes. There's, and you're talking about kind of sneaking around them. I don't see how yes. you sneak around them because they've been there first. They planted their flag, and they're not going to let uh, Jim Marchant walk in there, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, redecorate the office. That's right. That's, they're going to try to stop us, but that's how important it is. And, and, you know, to your point a minute ago, the Republicans have been blocking me more than the Democrats, and that's what's very disappointing. Tell us about that. Tell us yeah, about that. So, how have they been uh, working to block you? In my primary out here, the Republicans, uh, Mitt Romney, um, uh, Soros, and the whole crew. Uh, Boy, that's a sorry bunch you got right yeah, there. Yeah, the, 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 the establishment, Carl Rove even even helped. But they, oh, not worse. They, they spent $2.5 million against me in a Secretary of State race primary. And they slandered me, and they I mean, just made outright lies. And I still won by 17% and 38,000 votes, even though I only had 10% of their money. And uh, it's just well, I got good. out and worked hard. So 
And it's the same thing right now. George Soros just dumped another $7 million into Nevada. And I have, I don't have enough money to go up on TV. And, uh, and it's, it's a miracle I'm still ahead in the, in the polls. And it's because of our message, I believe. And we're just out there. One thing that I didn't do, I didn't moderate. I stayed on the MAGA message after the primary. And um, I think the people want that. They want to hear that we're doing something about our election system. And that's exactly hope. what I've been doing since uh, November 4th, 2020. What we're seeing nationally, too, is a, a real movement among the Hispanic voters yes. toward the Republicans. Is that also happening and happening big in Nevada? Absolutely. And one of the things I did is I hired a uh, Hispanic outreach person that was written up in the Wall Street Journal. Actually, she's very good. And, uh, and I've, uh, the Hispanics are coming over our way in droves out here and also other minorities, too, but uh, specifically Hispanics. And uh, we're very happy about that. I should get over 40, 45 percent Hispanics out here uh, in this election. Well, uh, you know, I sure hope you do. I'm wishing you all of the best of luck in your in your campaign and your election. Uh, we we think you'd make an outstanding Secretary of State. Uh, and thank you for everything you're doing to try to improve the state and the country. We appreciate well, it. Jim Marchant. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate it. I'm a big fan. Well, thank you so much. And uh, God bless you. And we'll talk soon. God bless you, too, Lou. Thank you very much. Jim Marchant, running for Secretary of State in Nevada. Best of luck to you. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Here tomorrow will be Mark Fincham, running for Secretary of State in the great state of Arizona. Please join us tomorrow right here on The Great America Show. And I love it. The election is getting closer and closer and closer. Let's get out the vote and be sure we all vote. It's important to say the very least. Tomorrow, Mark Fincham, please join us. Till then, God bless you, and God bless America. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.